We are back. Took a little hiatus. Just not a lot of stories and a lot going on on our place. Yes. Yeah. I know that we, everyone, I've noticed a lot of times a lot of podcasts have been taking a break. Uh, one that I listen to every week, they just said, hey, guys, we've been going every day, every week during the pandemic. And we're going to stop now and take a vacation. <laughs> well, cause and I know, it's like, it's going to go it's good for you. Because what was it last weekend? It was like not this past, but the one before is Memorial Weekend. Yeah. We were so busy. We were so, so busy. We ended up having four wrestling shows in two days. So, yeah, it was a long weekend. <laughs> And then, yeah, because I was just telling you that was month end too, and I worked thirteen hours that day. It's like, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot that Saturday. I was like, <laughs> nope, 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 not doing it. And I've just been working on getting different writing pieces out and trying not to die with heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. However, I will say because it happened before. Uh, Happened or it happened after the last episode. I got to see Pee Wee Herman's bicycle. Oh, yeah. You went to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that was, that made my day. Yeah. I only saw the one one picture you posted. Yeah. I only posted one. Um, But then, like, around the corner from that was the monkey's bicycle that had four seats. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, there was a ton of different stuff. A couple ones they had, I believe they had one of the bikes from Stranger Things. Oh, that's awesome. They had, um, I can't remember. There was a, I think there was some, there was a bike used in Hidden Figures also. Because I was say, because it was a pretty good size uh, museum, wasn't it? It is. And it's between the museum and then the shop that it's attached to. So some of the stuff in the shop, you know, like the museum just crosses over into the shop. That's cool. So you could you could see all famous bikes and then buy some bikes. Yeah. Well, like there's all these bikes and then some of them are for sale, you know, but then you have all the pieces parts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there was in one room with the Schwinn stuff where there was an original um, pinball machine that was in Happy Days. Ooh. Did it did it actually work? Yeah, it still worked. There was a guy playing it when we wandered in. Oh, that's cool. That's always so cool and when you see They old all stuff had like all, all this sort of memorabilia mm-hmm. and all that. So I mean it was a really nice place. It sounds like it's it. for me who can't even ride a bicycle. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Still can have some fun. So we can always get you the really cool three-wheel bike with the baskets. I did try that at one point when I was a teenager. Um, My dad had a really, really big, you know how, like, you used to have, like, pop vendors who would would drive right around and, you know, they'd have the cooler on the front of their bike? Oh, yeah, like what you would see, like, in Venice Beach or something. Yeah, he had found one. And I mean, that one was a pain to even try to try to ride because of the weight difference. Oh, I bet it was kind of heavy. Yeah. And I mean, that's with nothing in the crate. Wow. But I tried that with three wheels. Even with my fat ass, I still couldn't (laughs) get the weight difference. 
You're fine. We'll just get you out, out, and then you can start walking again like you used to before COVID decided to put a kibosh on all of the the fun. That's one good thing that you know, COVID things are starting back up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm looking for well, talking about that because the shows we went to, we did the one show over Memorial Weekend. Um, it was at a uh, fair. So, like, one block was, like, nothing but food. Another block was nothing but rides and games and, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, um, make the racehorse race across with, yeah. like, little water gun and, and pop the balloon and knock things over with, with a, a dart gun or whatever they were using. But um, they had a bunch of that stuff. And when we did the show, we ended up going faster than expected, so they added stuff. But when I looked around, I would estimate there was about 200 people there. Wow. Like how many of them were wearing masks? Well, we were they were spaced apart. Like nobody was really on top of each other. Oh good. Unless obviously you could tell they were family like sitting at a picnic table. But yeah. I mean, we're talking like three sides of the ring just packed full of people. Like, you know, you could tell there were groups of people that knew each other or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but there, there was, and it being outside too, so it's like not every, you know, you're on top of each other. There was still plenty of space. I mean, we were good. a half good. a block. We had like a half a block, and then we had like, I don't know how many picnic tables, and then the ring, and then the stage, and then you were at the main road. So there was, behind the stage to the main road, there was like maybe enough room for a car to park sideways, so the width of a car, but there was a lot of people there. And then... The next day, we went to Cleveland for three shows for, you know, three different feds. And that was a long, long, long day. But um, we had packed my art tent. And I'm kind of happy because we used it on Sunday. And then we had it with us on Monday. And I'm happy we we left it in the car and used it because I don't think I would have survived that day. It was way too sunny, way too hot. Cassie was like, no. So her and I sat under the tent. But yeah, we were, we were good. I got pictures of her because um, we had the trunk open. We were packing up. And to put the tent in it, we folded ta- one of the ch- um, back seats down. So she's in the car. So I'm like, ch- worried she's going to jump out. She didn't. She was walking back and forth from the trunk to inside the car looking. But she was really good, although she tried to eat a bunch of kids. And the kids wouldn't stop listening. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to let her eat you. You kids will not listen. So, of course, of course, the little snot bag, she had to go to Ken and ask him. I'm like... You were told no for a reason. This could be a reason why you don't listen and you are in a cast. Yeah. I'm going to let the dog bite you and put you in another cast because you don't listen. No. But Cassie did snip out a few times and I'm like, stop. Stop. She's looking at me like, uh oh. <laughs> She's sitting on my lap and I'm talking about her eating kids. I know you had a long weekend, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> he needed to see her. She's sitting on my lap, rolling her eyes at me as I'm talking about her eating kids. Oh, uh, but but should should we get into the crazy animals, or do we have anything else to add before we talk about crazy animals? Um, other than the photo I sent you, um, just before we were recording, uh, yeah, you saw it. Yeah, the psychic animals. <laughs> I wonder if we should try that with Cassie. Cassie, are you psychic? <laughs> Can you be psychic? Can we can we make some TikTok videos of you being psychic? Hmm? We'll we'll, we'll put peanut butter on them, and you can sniff the difference. How's that? Hmm? Use some peanut butter. Hmm? No, just put veggies on them, huh? <laughs> she did. 
I have a, I have vegetables on my plate, and she tried to eat them. So she's eating an entire bra- uh, Brussels sprout right now that I gave her. And then she tried to lick a second one. Oh, <sighs> uh, my little weirdo. Yeah. Well, speaking of weirdos. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin's got weirdos. Who would have thunk? But, but I guess this is what happens if you piss off a cow, right? Yeah. Because we always thought Wisconsin was the land of happy cows. Apparently, uh, the Barron County Sheriff's Department in Wisconsin has its own bovine unit. <sighs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I was laughing so hard when I read this one. So when it comes to a, ending a long car chase, not much is going to top a herd of cattle. The car chase lasted approximately 13 miles and went from Barron, Wisconsin to Cumberland. Probably, it doesn't beat the RV chase, but still, probably. Oh, God, I have so many comments on the RV. Let's talk about the cows. But yeah, the cows yeah, stopped. first, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the one in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Deputies were chasing a stolen, it says, um, they were chasing a cavalier, so I don't know what happened, but when the driver came upon a group of cows standing in front of him, uh, the little car that could during the chase ran out of steam encountering this moving blockade, the department wrote. (laughs) Uh, The sheriff's department didn't say what sparked the chase, however noted that the driver was taken into custody and spent the night in jail. Also, none of the cows nor any human any human was injured in the pursuit. So no, no beef jerky. No, all the cows are safe. No beef jerky, no chocolate milk, and I don't know what else. Buttermilk. <laughs> I have a little bit of a sa- sour milk going on. Well, no, that would be sour cream, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I get no tipping cows, no tipping cows. But no, <laughs> talking about that, um, we'll have the other uh, this other story. We'll have it. Um, on uh, Facebook too. Uh, just a little overview. We had a guy that stole an RV, a RV, a big RV, and was like racing around on the highway and off the highway and was just everywhere. It was going, I mean, I don't know. The the, the thing didn't, I mean, it didn't seem like it was really long, but this dude, obviously he was from this area, so he knew where to go. He knew where to, where to, um, skip the 20 roundabouts that they added to this, this yeah. city and the construction. Cause you know, they close stuff for round to make roundabouts. But anyways, he was driving through people's yards. Like he was going crazy. She got all these cop cars, like racing up ahead, trying to stop him. And he, go- he turns somewhere else. Then he drives through an allotment, drives around a bunch of houses, drives, um, through yards, gets back on the road. Just, I mean, it was insane chaos. And I'm, I mean, I'm laughing because from eyewitnesses, like people are standing at work outside on this main, well, this main road was a four lane road videotaping this RV just flying. <laughs> well, th- one of the guy, the guy from the car dealership yeah. was on uh, channel 19 news that night. <laughs> Yeah, there was like three of them there. From there, there was um, well, because I'm surprised he didn't tip it because I know they blew out some of his tires. Yeah, that's but, what I guess. The fact that it was still speeding, literally on this on its side. Mm-hmm. But also, if you see on the driver's side, you know how um, a lot of them have like pop out walls. So when you're camping, you pop it out. And it can yeah. be a bed. It, usually, it's a, uh, a 
a chair or like a bench chair for dining room and all that. It was popped out. And I'm like, how are you not tipping? Evidently, he came close to tipping a few times. But I am rolling because of like some of the comments. And then there was some really rude ass fucking comments. And the best part is it was people we knew. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? At some of I'm I'm not going to get in details. No names. But I was shocked, but not shocked at some of these dumb ass comments um but yeah i'm like okay whatever nobody got hurt yeah he came close but if you actually look he was avoiding vehicles and the one i don't know how he missed it that that was crazy the fact that of everything that was going wrong for him you know the shot out wheels you know the bed opening up inside you know driving on the side of the vehicle it was it was parked like wherever he got this from, I'm I didn't catch all of it, but I'm assuming it was at someone's house because it had oh, an yeah. electrical cord that you would plug into your house, like an extension cord. Yeah. So it was probably somebody was was I'm gonna say because it's getting warm, they were probably um unwinterizing it so they could use it. Yeah. So it was plugged in, it was being aired out, and the dude just jumped in and took off him and another guy. He just took off, but the one he came. There was a car in the turn lane, and a semi was coming from the other way to turn, and he somehow he squeezed between a semi and two cars and didn't take anybody out. That's it. I mean, I got to give it to the guy, you know, yeah, you broke the law, but you are an excellent driver. I think he, well, he was from that area. I mean, other than tearing up people's yards and, you know, I I think having 20 cop cars chase you probably did a little more damage than an RV, but, um... But yeah, I'm just like, okay. I mean, that talk about craziness also, um, you know, Ken's work blew up. <laughs> and the, well, no, the funny part is it was like, it happened around 8.30 and I seen it about 40, 40 minutes later. It was a little after nine and I'm flipping through, just flipping through Facebook and one of the um, Akron news popped up and I said, hey, what's your work address? And he was like, um, th- you know, and then he said it. And I'm like, oh, your work's on fire. And he's like, What? <laughs> So literally, he threw a hoodie at me. I had a tank top on. I threw my hoodie at me. I kicked my shoes on. We didn't turn the TV off. I still had part of my dinner on my plate sitting on my table. Well, of course, it was gone when I came back. And I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, a little dorky ate it. But we, we just flew and went. And it was like, yeah. A, second shift. There was only one guy. And I keep telling him, yeah, the guy's got PSD now. And he's freaked out. But I think it was safer that he was by himself. Poor guy was in the bathroom when a um, a barrel of chemicals decided that it wanted to explode. So he's in the bathroom when it explodes. Farthest away from him in the back corner of the building, it explodes. He comes out of the bathroom and there's fire. (laughs) Up the wall, up the ceiling. Yeah, he grabbed his shit and bolted. And I told everybody, I said, it was safer he was by himself. Because, okay, if he's in the bathroom, he's got a second person with him. Where's that second person? Instead of him, you know, getting out of the building right away, he's got to try to track down that second person. Yeah, true. How how does he not know that second person wasn't over there where the explosion was? You know, if he knew where he was in front of the building before he went to the bathroom, that time of frame that took him to go to the bathroom, where could that second person be? Yeah, it was pretty shitty and pretty sad that he was by himself when it decided that it wanted to explode and blow out. It blew out the back dock door, like, you know, the, the big big bay door like the garage door blew that out cracked the wall oh yeah pretty 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 screwed up that building but basically 
Hey, basically, where were you when this happened? I was in the oh. bathroom. What did you eat? The, com- <laughs> the comments. It was a meth lab. It was a meth house. No, it wasn't a fucking meth house. It wasn't a meth. Yes, I know where a few of them are. If, if you catch the wind right, you can smell it. But no, it wasn't meth. It was a, was a, a barrel of chemicals that, for some odd reason, it said, I'm going to blow my top, and it blew its top and blew up the back of the building. You know, it, all I can say is shit happens. Nobody was hurt. Everybody was freaked out. Like, the comments were ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, half a block or quarter whatever area, they had, you know, people evacuate because they we didn't know what the cause was. We knew kind of, but we didn't know what the cause was. And who's not to say it's going to explode again? It caught fire three times. First time was the night before, and the next day it caught fire twice. So they had to come out three more, a total of three times to put the building out. Wow. Because, you know, yeah, stuff catches fire. It happens. But yeah, but the comments were, it was a meth house. It wasn't a meth house. And everyone's all freaked out. But the fire, like, it could have spread. And that was another thing. If there was nobody there and that happened, it could have easily. It would have. Yeah. It could have easily took out more of that building. It could have took out the building next to it, which is a church. It used to be a labs, but now it's a church. It could took out their offices. It could took out so much more than it actually did. And all it did is took out the warehouse, the back building. Yeah, it's pretty bad, but it was not a meth house. And people was all freaked out and losing their minds. I'm like, really, guys? But yeah, that, that this has been the excitement for the past two weeks. <laughs> I Like you said, I need a vacation. <laughs> I, I'm taking a week off in August. And I shall be floating down the river and drinking. Huh, Cassie? She's sleeping and snoring in my arms now. But yeah, that's my goal. I shall be... I shall, uh be drinking and floating down the river that's my goal although i have been watching a lot of uh cooking grilling outdoor shows but talking about food how about this one i don't blame this guy <laughs> do not mess with my food or you'll get co-cocked that is exactly what this guy did to a seagull this guy punches a seagull as it tries to steal his food like i said i don't blame him i'd be co-cocking it too uh but yeah um evidently the poor guy was being stalked for his food by the bird. And then it was ready to pounce at the first opportunity and he decked it. And there's a video. We're not going to play it, but yeah, he punched it. <laughs> and it's on tape. How funny is that? But yeah, <laughs> the person said there's like two prawns in that cup. I wouldn't share either. <laughs> so yeah, you know, he had he had a uh, type of shrimpy. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be sharing either. I'd be, I'd be decking it. You ain't getting my, my, my shrimps. <laughs> that bird's like, what the hell? Can you imagine him have to go back to his flock and explain what happened where he got the black eye from? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to go from, what, cow guards to punching animals in the face to, yeah, another one in our backyard. Um, Don't do this. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, a 55-year-old man died in, expl- in an explosion a couple weeks ago while attempting to make an improvised explosive device in his garage. Yep. He wanted to pay uh, off deputies his... Were, deputies were called uh, to his block after receiving a report from the fire department um, and found that <laughs> the man was trapped in the detached garage. Um 
the garage was behind the residence, burned to the ground with debris scattered into the yard. And that's on that's on tape too, but no, I mean yeah. the, the the IEDs of what they were calling it that could have been that could have been him trying to make homemade fireworks. Oh yeah, because I know he was trying to pay off his lawnmower he just bought. Well, and I heard now they're they're starting to have new they might have new rules this Fourth of July on fireworks. So oh yeah, I hear him here, and I the first thing I say anymore is. Is that what I think it is? Oh no, that was fireworks. Okay, because my first thing is, is it's um a gun. But yeah, don't if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. Don't run from cops. Don't steal people's food. No. And don't try to make explosives. Not wise. Um. Um. Well. Oh, I was just listening to this morning. Uh, on my favorite murder, somebody wrote in a story to them. Apparently, when they were in high school. This person, uh, their teacher, you know, did some rather, you know, unusual uh, science experiments with them, uh, including learning how to uh, use, how to um, create whiskey out of different ingredients, how to, like, science experiments with methane gas, and he made a deal with them that if... They all got A's on if they all got A's on their uh, final final exams. That he would show them how to blow up a car, <laughs> and the story was they all got A's. And he called the fire department out, you know, for security for safety, and they went to the top of a, a really large hill, and he showed them how explosives work. <laughs> and it was just like. This is the coolest teacher ever. I wonder what whose car he blew up. I guess it must have been a junker. Oh, I'm like, yeah, he took the principal's car and blew it up. No, no, this I think it sounded like it was a junker, but he showed them basically like this is how you make the explosives. Don't do it. <laughs> but this is the science class, so we're going to go through how to do this. That is hilarious. And in fact, the, the in the in the letter, the girl said, "I'm not going to go through the process of how he showed us to do this. One, because I don't want anything illegal to happen, and two, I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But yeah, this, that sort of just. It said the sheriff here, it says, sheriff said it's not clear at this time if the person has sold any explosives or how they were intended to be used. <laughs> However, in Ohio, it is illegal to manufacture and sell any kind of homemade explosives. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got another PSA. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to like put all this stuff on t-shirts, I think. <laughs> I think this is going to be the next list. I one of my jobs we had made a list of things you can't do when you're pregnant. And this list went up to about 20 pages long. Yeah. Most I mean of it this is, is no our, this is a new list. Granted, you know some of the things were um be given up by Rick Astley, being let down by Greg, by Rick Astley. Um <laughs> <laughs> I know no sushi. No alcohol, that's all I know. Well, we learned that you can become pregnant when you're pregnant. <gasps> yeah, I saw that. That poor lady. She had one kid and like, what, a month or two later had her second kid? 
Yeah. So yeah, we learned a lot maybe by making that list. Yeah. No. No. I say I mostly been listening to Bigfoot and um, Dogman stories. The one I watched, I listened to today. Evidently, they make babies, and they look like really giant, odd-looking teddy bears. According to the one caller, mommy was a dogman and daddy was a Bigfoot. <laughs> I'll have to send you a link after the show. It's even more as bad as bad as we get. It's even more inappropriate than for this show. <laughs> is that even is that even possible? <laughs> Like we yeah. are like we are like sideways and we're not even like drunk. <laughs> uh, I mentioned drunk and the dog pops up. She was laying in my arms snoring. <laughs> are you drunk, Cassie? Do you need to get drunk? <laughs> Stop staring at the vegetables. <sighs> well, speaking of something you would probably only do when you're drunk. Is this one about the rat plague? Yeah. Um mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, I guess this is just, oh, no. New York has this kind of problem, but um, Australia's mouse plague sees rodents crawling into beds and biting occupants. <sighs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. I'd rather have a ton of bats than my. Yeah, no, no. Yuck. Um, farmers in Australia are having to put the legs of their beds in buckets of water to stop mice from biting them while they sleep. That sounds like New York, but New York got, like, giant-ass rats. Uh, millions of mice are running riot in the eastern part of the um, country and are causing extensive damage to farms by eating crops and attacking grain silos. Um, well, you, uh, I know they have a ton of snakes and stuff like that, but what else? Like, they have... What else would they have that's predator-wise? It's Australia everything. Well, everything could kill you because most of the stuff is poisonous. But, like, I know they have all the different snakes. They have crocodiles, but crocodiles are saltwater. Because um, that's when they re- they ran into problems with when they brought cats in, in and they became feral and they brought um, rabbits. They all, like, screwed up the ecosystem. So I don't know what they're going to do with the mice. I mean, I'm sure with the really hot weather they had, what, a year ago or so, where Australia was burning, oh, yeah. I'm sure this is why these guys just have exploded. That's what it is, Bert. The mice got hot and bothered and make like billions of babies. But I'm reading in this article, it's saying as they run out of food and cannibalize each other, they do decline. But in other places, they're just absolutely exploding. Oh, man. Yeah. I I guess what do you want, a live mouse or a dead one? Yes. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Keeps wanting me to register and I can't read anymore. Uh, just click. Um, I'll do it later. Okay. I got like 12, I got like, I got three different things on here that says sign up, register today. No, I just, I don't want to register. Okay, you going to go down now because I won't give you no more vegetables? Go on. But I guess that just kind of happens when you don't have a whole lot of predators and you have more prey, causes a lot of problems. Yeah, but it's definitely giving a problem for the farmers. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but talk about farmers and stuff, how about some cocaine? I'm so glad you got this because I almost put it on the list, but it was like, oh, we have enough stories. Well, no, I mean, this kind of falls in line of, you know, animals getting decked and, and everything yeah. else. Why why not have the what this this goes from hot and bothered mice to making billions of babies to eating each other to how about coked up hippos that won't stop having sex? 
And apparently the uh, the coked up hippos are a major tourist attraction at Pablo Escobar's um, estate. Uh, yeah. Uh, scientists say the hippos, which weigh up to 4,000 pounds each, like to get busy in the Columbia in the over in the Columbia River River in the Columbia Rivers. Yes, I can't say anything anymore. Apparently, yeah. Um, but because they're taking over the rivers, it's poisoning other wildlife with their poop and urine that's filled with cocaine. Um. Yeah, this is the large animals aren't carrying cocaine. They're survivors uh, from Escobar's Hacienda Naples estate that he smuggled from a United States zoo in the 1980s. The kingpin initially smuggled one male and three females. And after his passing and the demise of the coca empire, the hippos stayed in a pond uh, before their offspring just started adding up. Wow. And they are like one of the most dangerous river water creatures ever. Yeah, like worse than Nile I mean, crocodiles. I'm always shocked with uh, you know seeing the post from the Cincinnati Zoo about Fiona. Mm-hmm. You know, because those two look so lovable. Mm-mm. But it's like I know, like you put you you put a watermelon in a mouth, and suddenly you can see why they're dangerous. There, there goes your head. Well, um, yeah. What, what was it? Uh. I watched one of those, like, I Survived or whatever stories, and they were on a, it was like a group of them, they were doing a kayak trip. I mean, obviously, it probably was um, Africa. And they were just, you know, the group was going along, and they got a little too close to a herd who was under the water, and the male didn't like it, so the male proceeded, I will eat you. So they're trying to get out as fast as they can, and it got a hold of one, knocks them into the water, got a hold of one guy, and it, it crushed him. And it was those, they got him away, and they got, they were able to distract the hippo away and get out of his territory. But the guy was like, yeah, he was pretty screwed up. Because you got to think, teeth are point. some of the tusks are pointy, right? Oh, yeah. So the poor guy was impaled, he was crushed. So when they took him out and they tried to help, yeah, there was not nothing they could do. He was like minced meat. Everybody else survived. A few of the other ones that got knocked in and got hurt. But the one guy got like crushed and yeah. Everyone's all worried about the, you know, the crocodiles and alligators and stuff like that. No, 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 no. You piss off a male hippo, especially. You get too close to his harem. You are screwed up, up the butt. So apparently, uh, um, I'm reading further in the article. No, the the hippos are not coked up. The problem with it is their poop creates algae blooms, which reduces oxygen for the fish in the pond. So it's killing the it's killing the other life in the pond. In the- um, and it looks like, based on like the studies they've done right now, the the hippo population could grow in that area. To more than fourteen hundred by twenty thirty nine, and it already catapulted to ninety or the eighty just last year, even though they've been trying to sterilize them. <laughs> uh, well, it's because they're Escobar's um, hippos, so of course they got to say Coke, because we all yeah. know he was a was a big Coke dealer, grower, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh my lord. 
So yeah, the hippos <laughs> are banging each other and killing the life forms around them. That's what happens when you poop a lot. Yep. The, it, it, it causes lots and lots of issues. <laughs> <laughs> I see a poor scientist and, and vet sneaking into it while they're sleeping to give them um, uh, birth control. I imagine it would be through food. You think? Yeah. You th- well, I guess their their hide would be like a elephant, be a little bit on the thick side. I don't know how they would give them yeah. a shot or uh, a yeah, dart. You, you couldn't. It, a shot would be very difficult to do. I would say it would probably be like you know injected into a watermelon. <laughs> we'll just toss an entire crate of uh, birth control alcoholic melons and let them all be happy. Maybe actually real coke would make them calm down. They won't like hurt people and like. They would stop having sex. LSD. I wonder what that would do to them. So I just searched. This is not what I wanted. I just searched for how do you medicate a hippo. (laughs) And apparently there's an app called Hello Hippo. Um, That's not what I asked for. Hello Hippo. I don't think I want to know. Also, there's a pharmacy called Hippo Pharmacy. Uh, Google can be a very dangerous place. Here's an article from the Daily Mail. Uh, 12 very brave vets forced to sedate and blindfold huge beast to treat him. And this is in Zimbabwe. Um, and it says, The hulking hippo was first shot with a sedation dart, allowing the vets and gamekeepers to pull a blindfolded beast by rope towards the riverbank to carry out the procedure. The exercise was held to teach people how to safely give medicine to sick animals without putting themselves or the creature in harm's way. They used a mixture of drugs to make the animal docile enough for people to get up close, but not so sleepy that the hippo would drown which has been a common problem in the past. I'm, well, well, there's the rest of the article. But it doesn't say how they did it, other than they used, you know, shot it with a dart to sedate it. Oh, I see. Uh, they, um, it said they opened up its mouth because it was so docile it didn't move. And then it put straps around its jaw, opened up its mouth, and treated it uh, that way. God, yeah, that would be, especially if you've got 80 hippos over there. Yeah. Like I said, we'll just, like like you said, we'll just give them, like, drugged up uh, watermelons and toss them yeah. in and hopefully someone, everybody gets, well, I have a question. What would happen if only, like, you get a couple piglets and they eat more than one? They'd really be coked good, up and drugged up and they would be fighting because they wouldn't want to be touched. <laughs> Oh, Bart, yeah. <laughs> I, I think our episode's kind of hilarious. Lots of weird animal stuff. Yeah. Yeah, here, here's our test for our listeners. F- tell, find out and tell us how do you medicate a hippo. <laughs> An individual hippo. May, or maybe just like a group of hippos. Like you said, I'm sure they throw food at them. Yeah. Yeah, because like one, it'd be one thing. But, you know... Yeah, when you have 80. Like, like the whole, like, watermelon thing, like, makes sense to me. Yeah. But the thing is, is 
how do you make sure every every single one gets it? You would almost have to use that as a way to sedate them instead right. of, you know. Hopefully they're like out of the water, not drowned. Yeah. And again, that would be, they you know, with that one, they shot the dark, but it was only enough to, you know, make it drowsy. But yeah, because I was just thinking, they bite into it, it kind of like juices out of their mouth, right? Yeah. Well, would that affect the rest of the rest of the animals? Like, you know, you got them all hopped up and drugged up and drunk and coked up or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, would that affect the other fish? Would they have drugged up, coked up, drugged fish? But again what other fish if the algae is killing the fish well they have to be eating something true yeah i mean what are they eating yeah i mean unless they're getting out of the water to eat plants they usually eat what like water plants and usually you know it's a circle it's like the fishy poop you know fertilizes the plants the plants grow and i don't know i don't know <sighs> Yeah, so if you if you guys know how to drug up a, a herd of, of uh, hippos, let us know, because I'm curious. <laughs> if we can get drugged up, drunk, coked up hippos. And how to just dr- make sure you drug them all up and not just like one or two. Because, yeah. well, hmm. Well, they would probably have to pull, pull a couple of them out of time and uh, tie their tubes. Yeah. Drop a net into the water, I'm pull them out. I'm not a vet. Drop them, you know, have a helicopter, drop, them, drop a net in, scoop them up. Bart, it's hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos in reverse. You know, you go fishing for for it. Yeah, you really would need a really big helicopter to pick up a four thousand pound uh, hippo. Yep. Yeah, I just picture a poor little intern. It's it's dangling, you know, dangling out of a a net, and they're trying to shove food in its face to make it like go unconscious. <laughs> Because, you know, you don't want to put it on the ground because it will, like, run you down. This is why I work with books. Books don't attack. They can. Oh, speaking of books, I got some really awesome books um, Saturday. I got a um, Kipling book. First edition. I thought it was a second because it had two dates. But I looked it up. It's only it's a first edition. Um, book on Kim. 1901. Mm-hmm. And then I got another book, 1915. And then I got War and Peace. Yes, I saw the picture of Cassie reading War and Peace. Mm-hmm. But it was a uh, book club, so it was like abridged and tiny and like it was missing oh. most of the pages. But it's fine. It was fun. It was like five bucks for three books. So I'm I'm happy. Wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was pretty happy. So we were having fun re- trying to read War and Peace. I was trying to read it yesterday and it was just way too hot. But yeah. I was I was pretty excited about the Kipling book. And so far, what what I've flipped through, it actually sounds like a really fun book too. So, yeah, I got some. Well, I was originally going to chop them up, but then I realized the other two, and those are going to get chopped up. But if I chop anything up, it's going to be War and Peace. Especially since it's not a full version. I think I actually have a full version, but a oh, newer edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've got. I was pretty. I was pretty excited about my books. I couldn't decide because I'm like, ooh and ooh. And I almost, um, there were small books, like not normal size. Like, I don't know how. To me, they almost, like, basically the size of like your cell phone, like small. Yeah. But they were like five of them. They were um, Edgar Allan Poe. I almost got them too, but I opted just to stick with the three. So I was pretty excited. 
I try to be good when it comes to the books because I don't have a whole lot of space, but I, I find books yeah. I like. But yeah, I, I was pretty excited about it. But yes. Okay. Another like off the wall. Don't do drugs. Don't <laughs> do explosives. Don't steal people's food. Anything else? Oh, and don't run away from cops because you might yes. get stopped by cows. So yeah, I think it was a good episode. What do you think? I agree. But yeah, so um But yeah, so if you guys have any stories, do you like the off the wall, sideways, punch, punch you in the face kind of stories, you know, hey, let us know. Um you can get a hold of us at TFTD podcast at Gmail. We're on Facebook, Twitter. Um all these stories we'll have we'll we'll post on um on Facebook and we'll have the one about the RV r- r- running around from the cops in our um, in our backyard. Um, we're part of Weeby Geeks and Tangent Bound. So, yeah. So, anything else, Bart? No, I think no. you covered it all. Yeah. So, everyone, um, stay safe. And we will uh, see you guys next time around. Hopefully, we'll have some more insane stories. Although... I think I did see, and I didn't add it to the doc, but I think I did see some crazy Florida man stories. Florida man's getting back out there now. Yep. Florida man is out of jail. I wonder how he posted bond of, you know, beating up the goat. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to find that out. But yeah, we got some, we'll probably have some Florida man stories next week and I will see you guys later. See you later. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.